0: morning this is gaming perspectives with so angeline and today we're talking about side quests side quests Yes. which if you look up on google it gives you all these rpg side quests and now i understand what my son is talking about when him and alan are playing what is it d d o ddo
1: dungeons and dragons online
0: because yeah, he always goes oh, we got to talk to this person before we can get that quest
1: yeah, you're right. When you look up side quest, computer...
0: I didn't look up computer. No, but
1: computer pops up all the time.
0: RPGs, yeah.
1: Computer game quests comes up all the yeah. time. Well, because there is the main... What is it? The In a computer game, there is a goal, the, the overarching campaign, if you will. And then there's all these little things that you can do. Some people like doing them. Some people don't.
0: Well, because I never really heard the term in... Until recently, side quests for tabletop RPGs. <laughs> they used to call them something different.
1: I don't remember what they. I don't think they even called. They them They didn't anything.
0: have a name for it. But then it. Then I started hearing it.
1: Probably stems from the computer RPG. Yeah, that's what I'm just world, saying. Instead of the other way around. I don't know. I mean, I, I. don't think I ever referred to them as side quest. I don't think I ever referred to them as side quest until, well, within the last twenty years. Or so. If at all. Well, most of my campaigns are all side quests. <laughs> I don't usually have... Well, I don't usually run a big, huge campaign with overarching the storyline. I think the last one I probably did was... Uh,
0: Storm King's Thunder?
1: Right. And in a Shadowrun game, there's usually a main a main adventure. But I only run adventures. I don't really run campaigns.
0: So what I think of as a side quest is what you used to do with the kids all the time. Alan liked to go fishing in in character. That was his thing.
1: Yeah, I guess. Sort of a side quest.
0: Well, the thing was that you would... That's the the closest thing I could come up with as a side quest. Because when we would get into a town, you would say, you have two days to do whatever you want. And then they they would tell you... Ian would say, oh, I want to go and find the magic person to make me this or put my put some something into my armor that I found and Alan would go I want to go fishing <laughs> and Augustine would, would go along with him and and or go and buy a new axe or something.
1: I I'll probably a little bit more than that would be a side quest because for example in Storm King's Thunder there was a little bit of a side quest sort of when I think one of the players Character looked like a like a criminal. Oh yeah. And then you guys were. It could have been like you guys could have gone after the actual criminal. I think it was a dwarf, right? Yes, it was dwarf it was. or something. The red or something. Yeah. And Augustine was a dwarf, I believe.
0: And it looked incredibly alike.
1: Right. And so the the side quest could have been you guys go after him and bring him to justice. We did run into him. You did run into him, but you didn't go chase him down. No. Because these guys didn't bite on that side quest. Yeah. You know, and, and Storm King's Thunder is filled with those kind of things, right? There's an overarching thing about this thing about the giants, something happening with the giants and dragons, something, right, going on. But there's all kinds of things in there about this dragon's here. There's a problem over here. There's that guy with the the criminal. The criminal dwarf who looks like one of the player characters. So those, were, those would be side quests. And a lot of times you guys didn't nibble on them. Every once in a while you did.
0: We all stayed on task.
1: Yes, you guys. It was a very short campaign of Storm King's Thunder when it could have been.
0: It could have taken us a year. If years, we could have...
1: literally years. But I was very task orientated.
0: Well, and some of us were like, okay, we got to do this. This is the mission. Let's go.
1: Yeah, you get that. Some of you are task oriented. <laughs> so, okay. So now that we've discovered what a side quest is, why do you want to include them in a tabletop role playing game? Now we know in computer games, they're the bulk of the game, and usually. and in
0: computer games, they're how you get stuff to go on the other quests, right? Or there, there, there's different kinds. There's you're gonna get. This at the end of this little side quest. And when I was reading about it, they were saying that in for tabletop RPGs, a side quest can be one of the things that you can do is have there be something they need at the end of it, like a special thing to right, go on right. with
1: the bigger quest. Yeah, that's somewhere in my list here. So I have them numbered. You don't have to of course he has them numbered. Just take them in order here. Uh, take a break from the long goal.
0: And that's what I was talking about about the fishing thing. Oh yeah. Cuz you did that thing where you gave us time to do whatever we wanted and the kids really liked that and they enjoyed it. It 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 stimulated in them role playing stuff, right? They could go and they could talk to people on their own and it was it didn't have anything to do with exactly what we were doing. And that was one of the things that that I read too was that if you're going to do side quests, that's what you want to do is give your players a chance to relax and not be task oriented.
1: I think the difference between what I did there and a side quest is usually the side quest is the GM comes up with this idea, right? Like I didn't come up with the idea you should go fishing. No, he did it because he wanted to as the, you know, because he was a little kid and wanted to go fishing. And I mean the player, not the character. And he thought it was funny and fun and stuff. And, and wanted to test out his survival skill. I forget what skill I used. I think it was Pathfinder. Yes, it was. And then, by the time we start playing Fifth Edition, he, they were older. I don't know if he still did that, but I know for a fact in Pathfinder he definitely did that. And you're right, the, but I don't think that's officially a side quest. A side quest is something that the GM offers as an avenue for adventure, other than the one, other than the pertaining to the main goal or the overarching story line of the campaign. So when I say, you know, you can take a break. You're right. Maybe that was a self-imposed quest by the player or the players. When I give them free time, mainly I give them free time just to, you know, usually to heal up, but also to spend some money and maybe come up with stuff that they wanted to get or like special things they might want to equip the characters with. And, they did other things sometimes. They just kind of wandered off. You're right. Everybody had their own little niche of, oh, we have two or three days. I'm going to go do this. Oh, I'm going to go talk to Elminster or wherever it was, wherever they were. And, uh yeah, I mean, it, it, they did sort of turn out like side quests, very tiny ones.
0: Especially with the talking to Elminster.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you just don't go talking to Elminster. And, you know, they were usually very disappointed, but, hey, you just don't show up on his on his doorstep unannounced. So another thing, so taking a break, that was kind of taking a break from the main campaign, a little time to just take it easy, you know, help an innkeeper kill rats. Oh, you can do that. No problem. Okay. You know, bada bing, bada boom, but maybe something might come up out of it. Right. Nothing is world building. You can world build through side quests. Instead of giving your players an information dump of like 30 minutes of you, talking ad nauseum about your world. You give them a side quest that takes them to certain places, introduces them to different types of people. And if you're playing in your own world, this is a great way to introduce players for, to information that they're, they're not going to read. Like You can give them 10 pages of the real world. And as fascinating writing that may be, I'm going to say 95%, and I might be giving it too high, too... <laughs> Too high, too low of a percentage, but about 95% are not even going to read it. Not even going to look at it. <laughs> so, so so all that information that you, you, you used, you came up with, doesn't do anything. So you have a side quest for somewhere in the mountains. So then they discover a little about what the mountains are like, what lives in the mountains, what kind of creatures are in the mountains, and what people are in the, in the mountains or in the swamp or wherever you want to you have an exposition of information and you do that by playing which for me as a player I would rather do that than just sit there and listen to a 30 minute lecture about your world
0: um okay i
1: think it's i think it's an interesting idea let the pcs gain oh this is what you're talking about is let the pcs gain experience for you know, to get to a higher level or or they get an item along the way that's going to help them in the main quest
0: and that that idea Comes from the idea that these are first level characters, right? So that. We or lower a, level characters. Okay, lower level characters. So when they get into town and the innkeeper needs them to kill a bunch of rats, they can get the experience for that, right? Oh, to, yeah, yeah. To help you them out. The experience, yeah. And,
1: and maybe so he gives you some reward, like, oh, here's, I don't know, here's a scabbard that has some jewels on it. You might want to use it. I, I have no use for it. And it turns out that maybe that's some, maybe a possible magical item.
0: And I think magical items are, are good goals for the end of a side quest if it's for... Because players like that, right? Not And Saul doesn't, see Saul doesn't like to give out magical items. Oh, that's Some not true. people have lots of magical items. He just gives out cursed magical
1: items. That is not true. I give, you, you guys are loaded with stuff. But what I'm saying is maybe give them something at a lower level that may or may not seem magical. And if it's magical or it might be worth something... Either way, but later down the line, it turns out that it is something that is very right. crucial to your goal.
0: So would that really be a side quest if it's crucial to your goal?
1: Oh, you could just give it to them, right? They could just have it. Like, yeah. oh, your father had this scabbard, blah, yeah. blah and, th- and forego the side quest. Uh, let's see. I got number four. Let the players feel they've accomplished something, especially in the long-running campaign. Now... This may or may not happen to people players, but some players like to have something done on their plate right <laughs> like I've been in a in a campaign where we were looking for pieces of a staff right this is ages ago, and I don't know who it was, I don't remember who it was, but it wasn't me, but I was talking to another player i mean this i was I was fourteen I didn't, but the person who was complaining. I not really complain, but talking, said, he goes, we, we always get this part of the staff, but there's always something else we have to do. He's like, we never finished anything. I'm like, oh. And it bothered him, but he didn't say anything. And so years later, I still remember this. But and so there might be some players that, that in a long campaign, they don't feel any sense of accomplishment because nothing gets done Right, you don't have the nine pieces of staff. We're only on piece three. Oh but you know, you know that kind of stuff. So, but when you have a short little side quest and you finish it, and you can see the fruits of your labor by the people celebrating, oh, thank you for getting rid of the goblin uh, war band that was plaguing our farms, you know, or whatever, or getting a rat infested. Oh, thank you, and then everybody at the celebrates you by buying you drinks. You might feel. Some sense of like you
0: accomplished something,
1: right? And uh, I already I mentioned that b- because of that one incident years ago, but I'm sure there's plenty, plenty of people that feel that way. That man, it seems like we never finish anything, we never get stuff done. It's just we're always there looking for that extra piece of the staff.
0: I can see that,
1: yeah. Did you feel that way at Stone King's Thunder? No, no, we're <laughs> so busy, there was ridiculous no time to thank. Uh- that's what that's another one you just keep giving them stuff to do and they don't got time to worry about what they can't do.
0: I I would find that a very interesting idea cuz after usually when um we play a game whether it's a campaign or not there's always the idea that you don't want there to be too much downtime. I mean, and downtime by the players being having to work to try to get something, right? You like you don't want it to be boring for them.
1: Oh, yeah. That's not downtime. That's just slogging through the adventure. Well,
0: that's what if, if you're trying to find the pieces of the staff and you, it takes you forever to find them. Oh, oh. It's like it's going to be it's going to hurt hurt them in a way like make the party not as happy and that kind of thing versus.
1: Well, like I said, I hadn't really thought of it that way until that person talked to me and mentioned it i mean he was he wasn't really griping he goes hey, it seems like we never get anything done or what i'm like yeah you're right because we just we would literally just there was no side quest we just went was well, this is where the next that where we think the next piece of staff is let's go there then, okay we got it let's oh let's go to the next place and so we were i don't know if it was ray roadie the problem or whatever but i didn't have that problem i was were like were the
0: ninjas oh. ever sent in to entertain you
1: no it was D and D, so there's no ninjas no D and D ninjas either It was a written
0: adventure, probably. No, I don't think so. No,
1: no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was. I'm sure they got the idea from somewhere. I don't know where they got it, but it was. For me, it was entertaining when I played it, and I had a lot of fun. And everybody who has ever mentioned it has said, "Oh, it was one of the best games they've ever played in." Now, this is when we were still at the scout house, so we were very young, and uh, and I thought it was fun. I mean, like I think the problem I had was. I would sometimes go away for the summer, right? And then, and and that's when the bulk of the adventure happened. When, one summer, because we started kind of like in the spring, and we played, we played, we played, and then I left and I came back. It might have been over within like four, eight months.
0: So, so you missed most of it. So, I missed a good, so you didn't have months. a chance to get.
1: So I I didn't, didn't get have that. that I, didn't, I didn't get that feeling. So I was just like, oh wow, we're playing D and D.
0: That's, what, that's how you are every game you play.
1: I am pretty excited about everything there, right?
0: <laughs> that's an interesting idea to give them something to do to help them to feel like they've accomplished something.
1: Right, have a sense of accomplishment. Because
0: everybody wants to tick off a box.
1: Yeah, and I think that's just, maybe it was just part of his personality. I don't know. So the next thing I have is uh, a side quest can be very different from the big overarching quest.
0: So if you're going after the big bad guy trying to figure out where he yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the end of the world,
1: right? Yeah. And then you have this side quest that's a little funny or a little mystery or a little solve a crime.
0: Yeah.
1: Pace of the of the game is different. The The feeling of the, game, of the adventure is different. It's just a different vibe, if I can even use that term, this weird feeling other different than the main campaign
0: so is a side quest kind of like a one shot game
1: yeah yeah even a mini one shot right it could take plays it could take because
0: I was going to say then we play mostly side quests
1: that's what I'm saying I don't usually run a big overarching game
0: I never considered it a side quest but I can see how if there is a campaign that going off to find something for a chef or something could be considered a side quest, yes. Which you have had us do.
1: I don't remember the chef. Something then.
0: about a chef, and he, we had to go find some some ingredients for his soup or something. I don't remember.
1: I think that was somebody else's game. No, that was mine. Hmm. Wow, I remember that. Uh, yeah, that might, that might have been in Storm King's Thunder or something. Oh yeah, I do remember. I don't know. Where, I don't remember what game it was. But you're right, actually. You, I have run quite a few campaigns for you and the kids. So I ran Storm King Thunder. I ran the To the King one. And before that, that was just a regular just a must-podge of different adventures. So two campaigns that you guys have played in. Mm-hmm. And in the Shadowrun, I had sort of a campaign.
0: But they want to change their characters because they like making characters so much. I <laughs>
1: you know. <laughs> well, half of you. Well, no, not less than half of you. No, half of you have made new characters.
0: Alan didn't make a new character this time.
1: You didn't. So, four. I didn't,
0: and Kathy didn't.
1: So, just. Al, just, just, just Augustine and.
0: Augustine, Al, um, Ian, and. And Ian helped Steve some, do something to his character. Yeah,
1: I think he's still the same character. Yeah, but he. Yeah. Yeah, he just. What do you call it? Leveled him up. All right, so now, you know, there's all these side quests. Uh. So what kind of side quests uh, we kind of touched on them. what kind of side quests are there uh I made these, this this list really really uh, simple a get something you've been charged with getting something an item
0: uh I lost my ring
1: You're right somebody stole something go get it right and it, this could be this could be this could be a long side quest right it,
0: I lost my child <laughs> That's terrible.
1: (laughs) Kidnapping, that's terrible. But yes, it's something could be a person. uh, And it could be a long one, right? Because they could run away. Someone stole my cow. Or, yeah, something could be as simple as that. Okay, who is it? Oh, Barney, my neighbor over. Okay, hey, Barney, going back your cow would kill you. Okay, here you go. (laughs) I mean, it could be that short or it could be very elaborate. Like they took something and now they're in a different land. Or you have no idea who took it.
0: Goblin hordes are a good side quest always because you know there's a goblins terrorizing that's the, not the countryside. Something. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's
1: not good. Sorry, unless, I just. I the thought the goblin of horde it. stole something. Well,
0: that's what they usually do, don't they?
1: Well, they usually pillage and burn, but yeah, who knows? They stole the pigs. So I mean, this the uh, side quest can be very long or very short, but but uh, this one can be this uh, get something is very. Very, very variable to say. It the, could,
0: yeah, it could the, be something from someone's safe, or it, it could, could be, be someone's dog. Town. It
1: could be across town. Oh, convince somebody to give somebody something back, and then the person goes, "No, it's mine because of because back and then 20, 30 years ago, my dad made this, and he, he he made it for such and such, but they never paid for it. So actually, it's mine now. It's super valuable.
0: Now that I think about it, you've sent us on a lot of side quests. I don't know <laughs> if they they were really side quests, but it was part of the adventure because I remember we got to some town, and it must I think it was. Storm King's Thunder, where we had to go and and some merchant asked to to do whatever we wanted. Some merchant asked us to go and pick up some goods at this place, but I don't know that they were actually his goods because uh, Ian made the deal right with the with them, <laughs> and so it was all kind of shady. And we did it, but I think that would be a considered assignment, yes, because we yeah. wanted to. We wanted something, but I we had we to do money, something to money. do it. Yeah. yeah, I think that was... Uh, that was a get something quest. It turned out very interesting because we had to kill people because they didn't want to give us the goods. Wow, I don't
1: remember that. But, you know, it was a long time ago and I run a lot of games. Uh, B, <laughs> you ended up killing somebody. B, kill somebody or something. You got to go out and get rid of this guy. In D&D,
0: it's usually a monster, right? Or, or, or even goblins, Shadowrun. Or, yeah, Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> Shadowrun is usually a person or a corporation coming after you that you have to get rid of.
1: So, I mean, this one's, you may or may not want to deal with assassination, but there's, some people need killing. It's a, a great line from some movie.
0: Well, uh, in D&D, a lot of times those, those kind of quests are what I was talking about, the goblins. There's a, a den of goblins somewhere that's terrorizing oh, oh, yeah. the community. And that's, well, you could
1: uh, you know, talk to them, convince them to move away. We
0: always try that. Our negotiation skills aren't always the best, though.
1: I remember you guys trying that all the time.
0: Well, I try to try it, but sometimes the boys go in first. Uh, see, for me, would be solve a mystery. Solve a mystery.
1: I mean, some, something happened in the town you're in. Something got stolen. Somebody got killed. Something weird happened. Boom, you're like the weirdest guys around here. <laughs> and it kind of happened when you were here, so it's kind of your responsibility.
0: We did that. We had some <laughs> mystery game where someone got killed, and and it was a D and D mystery game. It was very interesting. All of these all of these people that have weapons all over themselves and running around and look scary, trying to figure out who killed somebody. I don't remember that either.
1: <laughs> Run a lot of games. Uh, escort. This is a good. This is a real good one. Uh, a lot of times, caravan duty. A lot of times this is usually you need to go somewhere far away. You get on a caravan and go for protection, right? Even though you, most parties of D&D don't need protection. But, but <laughs> there's safety in numbers, right?
0: When you were talking about that one, I was... <laughs> you started laughing. I started laughing because I read or I, was, I don't remember if I read it or was watching YouTube, but somebody was saying that you should make the person that you're escorting really likely to get to kill themselves somehow like you know they run off all the time and and get into trouble and oh, you're yeah. you're you're supposed to keep them alive to get them from point a to point b and i thought that was interesting that if you had to escort somebody they were trying they they were not cooperating so much that would be a very good sign i remember
1: quest. i remember it was uh chris's friends the volume guys they were the Now, there wasn't a side quest, but it was keep somebody alive. I don't know if they were escorting them, but they had a baby. It was a Japanese-themed fantasy game, right? So they're all uh, like samurais or ronin or whatever. And one of of (laughs) the—that is prop. I forget what it was exactly, but it was this, like— I think it was a ball wrapped up in towels Mm -hmm. to make it look like a swaddle something. And somebody always had to have it like it, the actual player. So they were always like passing this ball or football. I think it was a football wrapped in owls. And they, and then and they go, so whoever had the baby.
0: Couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything, right? right.
1: Well, I mean, he goes, oh, I'm going to fight with one arm. We go, okay, well, you're going to put the baby in danger. He goes, well, I'm gonna, you know, and so they would make up all these things, but it would make it real difficult for the one, for, one, for that person to fight or to throw spells and all this of stuff. So I don't know if that game had a lot of spells throwing and that what's funny about that game is it it went through all kinds of iterations of rules right because they started with some sort of uh i don't know what it was but the the whole deal is that they had this baby and in in the game they had it they always had to deal with the baby
0: i think that's interesting that they had a prop that somebody actually yeah yeah
1: and who had it yeah and then of course they they would have to give it to nurses every once in a while and stuff. So they would have to stop adventuring and like
0: Uh
1: I thought it was kinda interesting. Uh problems with side quests, right? For me the big two problems that always prop up is they may be railroady railroad 'cause because a lot of GMs think, oh, it's small, just quest orientated. Go get it. Go do this, right? And there's no room for
0: Which if you're thinking about it, if you are the GM you should know that if you give people a task, they're not necessarily going to do it the way you want them to. Oh,
1: yeah. That's, and that's, that's one of the, I don't know where I read that or we saw some video, but somebody was saying exactly that, right? You give a players any situation, they're not going to react the way you think they're going to react.
0: Because they're going to think of something that you never thought of. Right. So you
1: should always just go with it. Or they're really suspicious and don't want to do something that you might think they weren't going to do. So they're doing that kind of business. <laughs> I know you put the poison in this one, so I'm not going to drink that one. But you know that I think you put the poison in that one, so I'm going to drink the other one. But you know that I and it can get. Rid
0: Why of does place. he want us to go and find this? Is it a trap? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you're just like, uh, no, it's just another <laughs> 300 experience points. So railroading, and then and then to samey. Sometimes if you get stuck in this rut about running side quests, they might be the same side quests, right? Or one time it's the innkeeper who has rats. Another time it's a it's a boring house that has a ghost problem. And you might run into this, oh this, is, oh, this is a quick and dirty table of of side quests. And that could irk some players going, oh, no, not again.
0: Oh, my God. Why all these side quests? Can't we just play the game?
1: <laughs> yeah, especially if it's the same thing. I think uh, you can't go to the well too often with side quests. Uh, and a couple of others is some players may not be too interested in the side quest right like for example let's say a side quest a good side quest for alan when he was a kid is there's going to be a fishing competition right where the whole town is going to go and whoever gets the biggest fish gets whatever a trophy well that would really be interesting side quest for alan maybe even augustine but Ian wouldn't care about that, right? All right, let's go fishing, and he probably wouldn't even go fishing, right? So you, so I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, this is extreme, but there's some some things side quests, especially if it's real niche or real small thing to do. Some player might say, well, "I'm just gonna stay home. I'm gonna stay in my room, get some rest, read a book." So, which is fine. Which right? is fine. Right. But, you know, but but then, then you're gonna split the party. Yeah, and then this guy, this this player is gonna be sitting out for you know two or three hours, maybe, or however long your side quest goes. Yeah. And that's you know that's not fun for them.
0: Oh. Do you have any other downfalls? I, have, I started
1: I started writing one, but it, it, I didn't finish writing it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I said side quest might be. And then I didn't write it down. So uh, off the top of my head, I think, uh, oh, sometimes. Now he knows what he was doing, right? Side quests might be really interesting to some players. And they might like want to deal with this and keep dealing with it and forget about your main quest. Like, eh, who cares about the evil overlord taking over the world? This is really interesting. I really, really, really like this side quest. Oh, and, and then it's worse if the whole party goes, yeah, that'll wait. And you're like, as a GM going, <laughs> no, this that's it. That's my side quest is over. And they're like, well, let's, and they want to dive deeper into it. And they get super excited about this side quest and want to explore it more. And you're like, oh, wow.
0: Well, you're the one that gave them the side quest. Yeah, prize. that's true.
1: This is my brilliancy. Was, I'm too brilliant for my own self. So uh, this might happen. And, Either you are an adamant GM and say, "Well, the quest is over; they don't want it. They don't want your help anymore, or whatever." Or a good GM will keep the quest going because the players are super interested in it. Or and you got to finagle that quest back into your yes, back into your main quest. I don't know. I mean, I don't think this is going to happen too often. Yeah, but usually,
0: it- like Mike says, you buy into what it is you're going to be playing that day, right? You don't have to take it too seriously just because it's a... I mean, you're, you're, you want to do this side quest this time, but then you need to get back to the regular... Right. What you're regularly doing. Okay,
1: the only time I remember something even vaguely like this happening was I was playing in a con game and it was Lord of the Rings game. Now, the Lord of the Rings game by the Cipher, which was based on the movies... We had all kinds of movie picture content on it, and it was a very rushed game. It was broken left and right, but I thought it was a solid little easy game to play. So we're playing a game, and there was the GM was a aficionado of all things token, right? Mm-hmm. He had read the Cimmerillion and all that mm-hmm, crap. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they, you know that they read the Cimmerillion, you know the, the deep crap about. Token. I don't think you should phrase it that way. Well, you know, you're, you're in for some meta. You know their stuff. Meta knowledge drops on you, right? So he starts talking, the GM starts talking about some cave that has some sort of flowers or something in it. And one of the other, and one player, a lady, was also one of those same type of token fans. Had read The Cimmerillion and Unfinished Tales and all this other stuff.
0: And she goes, Oh my God,
1: really? And so.
0: So you went. I don't to the cave even know that wasn't. Yeah, that
1: wasn't, that the wasn't part of the, that. that it was, he just kind of dropped that hint, and so she goes, "Let's go." It's, it's a, my my dream to to always see the flowers of such and such cave in bloom. Right, and I'm like, okay, well, what about the big bad guy that's killing things and stuff? This orc dude. Oh, oh, we'll get to him later. We never got to him. Right, we're exploring the cave, and because this guy, this girl was really interested, he's just throwing all kinds of stuff about about the cave, about who lived in the cave, and who could have lived in the cave because we didn't know crap. Uh, I mean, our characters. And so, the but the player was like, "Oh my God, this was in the in the second age, blah blah blah." Right? To talk about the Valadar and blah. And I'm like going, uh, "What about the orc, orc guy? <laughs> He's like uh, terrorizing the village. Still, uh, do you want to go over there? Oh no, we, that can wait." And the girl had convinced. There was only like four or five of us. Had convinced the other four or three people to go and, and still and stay going, and stay in the cave. I'm like, I just.
0: So you didn't have a good time.
1: It was no, it was a good time. It was a good time. What do I say? So you're
0: like, going, I don't think this was his adventure that
1: he was gonna run for us. <laughs> no, but he didn't care because he was so excited. They had a fellow token fan of that level playing in his game. So they're going on, literally talking to each other, pontificating about events of the second age of the first age, and and they were having this, I don't know, not theological discussion, but more like a anthropological discussion about where or who planted these mushrooms or whatever was flowering because they glowed in Were the dark. Were they special mushrooms? Yeah, they glowed in the dark or, or flowers that glowed in the dark inside a cave. I, you know, Honestly, I kind of don't remember much of it because we played a six-hour, eight-hour time slot, and all I remember is the caves. And we did finally try to go after the orc, but that was at the very end, and we ran out of time.
0: So that might have been a side quest that went awry.
1: <laughs> well, for... for for, for you for me yes and uh the gm was very excited to be talking about it and the other players were like oh that's pretty cool so in that situation you're right i would say three out of five players had a great time us to the remaining two we had a decent time but but my sense of accomplishment wasn't hat Well, didn't didn't happen because we never got to get to the big big orakai orc that was uh Terrorizing some place somewhere, so that side quest. Kind of, it was a GM was more than happy to uh, pontificate about uh, his caves and flowers and caves that glowed and stuff. So that could happen, right? Yeah. So I think side quests are pretty important to, in, in any game. I think you can make them. A GM can make them in, interesting. I think if you know your players, you know their interests. Like that fishing competition would have been pretty cool if I had thought about it back then. If did I ever do that, I don't think. Uh, so. I don't think so. Uh, that would have been pretty cool. Hey, you he just happened to be here for the which would have made Alan and maybe Augustine happy, and anybody other adults. Ian probably would have went. I'm just gonna go and buy some herbs or something.
0: Well, you could add something exciting at the fishing competition for him too.
1: That's true. That's true. A murder. Somebody killed the the top uh, fisher man, woman, person. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that didn't happen. But yes, so side quests could be pretty cool. I think they could be very interesting for players for a multitude of reasons, especially if you know your, like I said, if you know your characters, if you know your players, they have like some niche type of interest, then you can like feed that interest and keep them really engaged in the game. Make it really fun for those people who like an interest in, in mystery. If you know, like you, I know you like mysteries and stuff. If I present you with you and Kathy and, e and Steve with a mystery, you guys would eat it up. And maybe uh, the boys or something like that, they would. I remember one time uh, Felipe had this like last man standing competition, like on the step pyramid. Uh-huh. And the person who stayed the top, the longest would win. Or maybe to the last man. So I remember Dawn and Sip. I got taken out right away. But uh, they were in the competition for a long time. And this Felipe was in that game. And it was just some competition that happened in the middle of town. Right. Or some town we went into. So I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I didn't think of it as a side quest. But obviously it was. It had nothing to do with our grand scheme so they could be fun they could be uh, enlightening they can give you stuff that you need for their main quest there's all kinds of reasons why a gm would put a side quest in your game what do you think
0: i think that's that's true
1: yeah uh what else uh i, I said and it's just there's a change of pace there's all kinds of things that can happen but i think uh just making things keep things fun. Change it up a little bit in a in a game. No matter what game you're running, you know we're talking a lot about D and D, but it could be Shadowrun, wherever we're running a lot of Shadowrun, and so Shadowrun can get really deep and heavy. I could run a a, a fun caper or something yeah. funny that that'll just alleviate all the the dark brooding stuff. But you guys don't seem to have a problem with the dark brooding <laughs> stuff. You guys really enjoy it, so so side quest, uh definitely a, a big part of. Computer gaming, but also a big part of tabletop role playing games.
0: There you go. So, if you want to do a side quest, hopefully, Saul gave you some ideas. Right. Is, have fun. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And you have a good day.